to left of the dial i'm your host kitsy and with me as always is the unelectable caleb coy <laughs> i you know what i am much too radical yeah my my policies would then it, it alienate too many people mm-hmm. 
I'd alienate the bass. Yeah. Which was exactly uh, what it was like when I was playing in a band. So I was alienating the bass. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> oh, oh, the bass guitar. <laughs> I get, oh, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> the whole band's hanging out and your bass is just sitting in the corner like, how come no one will talk to me? <laughs> and you're like, shut up and stay over there. I mean, that's kind of what it feels like being a bass player anyway. True. How come no one will talk to me? <laughs> Very true. I was, I was going to say, you try being in a band with Josh Coy, but you have. I have, yes. <laughs> I was even the bass player in a band with Josh Coy for a minute until someone fucking kicked me out of that spot. Yeah, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I found out at roughly the same time you did. <laughs> so, Caleb. Yeah. You want to tell us what record we're listening to this week? I do, as soon as I remember. Uh, <laughs> we are talking about the album Let Me Roar by Northcote. Because uh, I figured, you know, what better way to celebrate uh, an end to a tumultuous cycle in American politics than to listen to a Canadian record? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, coming in, we heard the, uh, the title track, uh, which, as such things uh, work is also called Let Me Roar. So this is the first track I heard, because as we discussed many times, that's how records work. You listen to the first track <laughs> first, typically. I, ideally. At least I, that's uh, how I do it. I don't although, know. Some people shuffle. I don't get it. Uh, from what I've been able to tell, this record uh, is another one in keeping with the kind of modern approach uh, to releasing uh, records via streaming services, where it was released like one song at a time until like the whole record dropped. Uh -huh. uh, so it's entirely possible that anyone who is already familiar with this uh, may not have listened to this track first. That's entirely possible. But I listened to this track first because that's how I did it. And, Same. Um, I, I've been familiar with Northcote's music uh, for a while now. I know. I think you actually uh, were the first person to introduce me to Northcote uh, many years ago. Did not I know there was so. a new Northcote record, so this was a nice surprise. But uh, yeah. The, the first thing that jumped out at me right away was um, just how much this guy sounds more and more like Bruce Springsteen every record. Yep. It's, it's uncanny. <laughs> I love that so much. Uh, like, he gets compared to Springsteen a lot, and North Code in general gets compared to Springsteen. Uh, and in this one, uh, one of the reviews that I read, and I, I can't remember which one at this point, uh, like specifically compared like the feel of this record to young Bruce Springsteen and like the energy that it brings. Uh, and I like that. I think that that's, uh, that's appropriate. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I, uh, I also didn't know that there was a new North Coat record out, but it did. It just dropped recently. It was just, I think this past month in October. Um, and when I was coming back off of my, my week away and realized that it was my turn to pick and was scrambling to find something, I, uh, I did what I've, uh, uh, what's been my fallback recently and start digging through the new releases on, uh, on Spotify. And what often happens when I do that is I just find like, oh, this band that I really like has one new song, uh, which, you know, is exciting. But then, like, I'm like, okay, give me more. Um, so I actually saw at least one of these tracks get released, like, several weeks ago when they did that. I, I vaguely remember. Uh, but this time around, I was like, wait, this is a whole record. Uh, and I was very excited to put it on. And so, of course, I, I played it for the first time 
uh, shortly after telling you that this is one that I wanted to cover. And this track came on and it's just, there's, it's such an intimate song and it's like, it sets the tone for the record so well. You know, it's, it's very warm and you can tell that it's going to be a very personal record. Uh, and he has this great imagery of uh, loss in the chorus specifically, uh, where he says, there was a time when you had my back. Now I'm like the dust on the dash. And like, that's so fucking powerful. I love it. So good. And even like, you know, keeping with that idea of like the imagery that he conveys uh, in this, um, has this sense of like the passage of time and this like life and death cycle of love and of human connection. Uh, where he says, we roar like lions and lie like leaves on the street when the cars passes by. <laughs> that was uh, especially fitting for me today because when that line came up, I was driving my car past a pile yeah. of leaves. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. All right. I was, uh, <laughs> I was sitting out on the, the back deck this morning, something we haven't done in a while since the, the weather started changing. Uh, but it's been really pleasant lately and just sitting there and watching the leaves like actually falling in real time which is something i don't usually see usually it's like you know kind of the before and after state mm -hmm. uh but you know, the wind was blowing and it was like raining leaves uh and then of course this uh gust of wind goes through the, the alley behind my house like clearing some of the leaves off the road and totally unrelated to the the record but um just instantly reminded me of the time that you were here staying and we got snowed in and decided to uh, drive to the pizza place. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, it's the same alley. And I was thinking of, you know, the way that the uh, the leaves were blowing through, uh, like the the wind managed to like actually clear the, the roadway so you could see the alley. And then that made me think of the not being able to see the road because of the, the snow and, and it's a whole thing. But yeah, so... There's just this really, really great imagery, and I think that that's, that's fairly common with him. I mean, he, he, um, his name is Matt, I think. Yes, Matthew Good. Um, oh, good. So, <laughs> um, get it? It's like, I, I feel like he's like, he, to borrow uh, and paraphrase uh, someone else, like, he's not really like, like digging up the deep truths of the universe. But it just has like very like heartfelt, very relatable uh, lyrics, and like that's something that I've I've always appreciated about it. Um, but like musically, it sets the tone really well. With like, uh, there's the I think it's in the chorus as well, but definitely in the the ending, those like slow droney octave chords and that kind of twinkly lead yes. behind it. You know, I'm a sucker for that stuff. Yeah, it's so like it's so pretty. And so, like, it kind of just like grabs you a little bit, and so I'm uh, I was hooked on this this record right from the start. Uh, you know, it's it's eight tracks, it's thirty minutes, so it's an an easy listen. Yeah, uh, but there there's not a bad song on it. No, there's not. Uh, one of the things that stood out to me, I can't remember if it was this song or if it was a different song. Uh, unfortunately, I was driving, so I didn't have a chance to like write it down or look at at what the track was, but. Yeah. Uh, one of these songs reminded me of like, it very easily could have been a uh, B side on a Brian Fallon solo record. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Like if, if he was just singing an octave higher basically, cause you know, this, uh, this guy's got kind of a lower voice and you know, Brian tends to go high. Um, 
so it's it because like it's so basically it almost sounded like Chuck Reagan singing a uh, a Brian Fallon B side, um, <laughs> which actually that's yes. how I'm gonna describe this is if you took like Bruce Springsteen, Chuck Reagan, and Brian Fallon and just put them in like a big jug and shook it up real hard and then poured out <laughs> poured out what was left, you'd get Northcote. I think that's yeah, that's the, the vibe I get from this. Yeah, that's that's super accurate and. Um, Northcote has, uh, has covered both, uh, uh, Gaslight Anthem slash Brian Fallon songs and Chuck Reagan songs, uh, in the past. And I think the, uh, previous record before uh, the one immediately before this, um, I think that both of those, uh, guys actually appear as, uh, like guests, oh. like featured artists, um, I didn't pivot to listening to that because I was focusing more on preparing for for this record, but I'm definitely going to go back because I I missed that one again. Like um, when I first <clears throat> heard about them, I got really into it and like actually purchased a, a couple of their records, uh, which uh, I did via iTunes. And I don't have an Apple Music account and have very few Apple devices, so I I don't really have immediate access to those mm. so i still have to stream them but i did pay for them at one point <laughs> and that's what matters <laughs> that is what matters uh but yeah I, I purchased like two or three of his of his records like right away after first hearing them uh and i've listened to those quite a bit but totally missed everything that came since uh not on purpose just just life just how it happens yeah these things happen you know we we've, we've been busy it's been a busy just few a years little bit. just a little bit feels Feels a little better though, just yeah, just a touch, just a little bit. I mean, it's, it's I like it's it's been a roller coaster couple of weeks for sure. It has. I mean, between like you know, there was my birthday and that was cool, but that then, was yeah. Then Connery died and that sucked. Alex Trebek died today. Alex Trebek died today, the day that we're recording this. Uh, there was the like three and a half week long adventure of the, uh, the three days of the election. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's been a crazy time. And I feel like that, like it's just sitting today and just like putting this record on, on the, the speakers around the house. Cause I actually have like kind of a whole house, uh, set up now and it's really neat. Ooh, neat. And just like letting just kind of like just soaking in it was, was really therapeutic. Yeah, this record for me definitely hit a little different after hearing the election news and like it just kind of it was yeah. almost like it was almost <laughs> like a relief, but like but I'm still I'm still like not I can't I can't quite believe it yet. Like um I was texting my mom earlier and uh yeah, I was like I'll believe it when he's sworn in. Like something something right. could happen. Anything could happen. But um I think to me it it feels like it feels like America just broke up with an abusive partner, but, <laughs> yeah. but now we still have to live with them until the lease is up. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what it feels like right now. Hopefully they'll just stay in their room. <laughs> they won't. You know that. Don't come out. Don't talk to us. Don't add us. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need your subtweeting. But speaking of not like toxic and unhealthy relationships, uh, I want to jump towards the end of the, the record and talk about the track Guys Like Us. When I go to your house You welcome me With a warm embrace 
many times Sometimes a tear fills the corner of my eye Because we know Because we know I show up angry or stoned. That's when you tell me I can trust that voice inside. Yeah, because we know. Yeah, because we know. Yeah, this one, that very first line coming in gives me just like serious Chuck Reagan vibes. Yeah. Yeah, the his his voice is very Chuck Reagan on this one. Uh but there's more of that kind of like twinkly guitar, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning. And uh, like I just I love I mean, that's 
definitely a thing throughout this. I could probably say that on every track. So oh, I'm absolutely. To, but um, it's it's nice to appreciate that it's there. Uh, but also, like, the word wholesome comes to mind a lot with this record. Mm-hmm. And this this track is just very much about, like, non-toxic masculinity and, like, just, like, friendship, just quiet moments together and just, like, just being able to exist and to uh, feel and express love for another person uh, and just like just in spending time together. And I love that so much. Yeah, it's extremely good. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. This one's just a feel good, feel good song. I like it a lot. Uh, I've, um, I found a couple of reviews uh, and uh, a, a theme that uh, comes out is uh, when he's interviewed, uh, Matt Good talks about uh, he recorded this album following an educational retreat on Gabriola Island in British Columbia. Uh, he said, uh, We get it, you're Canadian. Ho- yeah, you're Canadian. Uh, he said, Feeling hollow and burnt out, I entered an educational retreat. Uh, and in the weeks following, I just I pulled together the material and made plans to record that would, uh, the record that would become uh, Let Me Roar. Uh, when I think of this record, I feel frightened by that period in time and also comforted by the memories of my friends and I recording together. Uh, and uh, that was uh, from uh, shorefire.com. I'll, I'll link in the, the show notes. There's a uh, another uh, site called Thank Folk for that, <laughs> which is great. Love it. Um, it talks about... Uh, yeah, the uh, after the the retreat, decided to linger on the island with some friends. Slowed down, stopped where he was, stayed in a cabin in the woods, and wrote and recorded an album, album uh, reminiscent of this exact feeling. Uh, the album's vibe is intentionally that of sitting around the fire, having a few beers, and shooting the shit. Uh, tracks such as "Guys Like Us," which is what we're talking about, and uh, "Held My Hand," uh, encapsulate this feeling with lyrics about friendship and casual, catchy refrains. Uh, and yeah, there very much is that sense of just kind of like sitting around the fire or like sitting side by side at the bar or just like you know, in the living room, just just there. Yeah. Just sitting, just being together and enjoying each other's company. And that's such a great feeling when you can do that. Remember when we could uh, do that? I do. I do. I miss that. Me too. I miss, <laughs> I miss people. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that, but I miss people too. It's uh, yeah, it's weird. I don't know what it's going to be like when we can truly link and go out and about again. But that's something I definitely want to do: is just take a bunch of time, either off work or just like working while traveling, and just go be with people. Yeah, um, and just you know have these moments, like sit out, like. Uh, our, our buddy Adam out in Buffalo just got a new house recently and has, has shared photos of his front porch that looks very nice. I want to go and sit out on it, well, have a cigar, and just just chat. Hopefully you can. Jaw. You know, come, and, uh, come and record in person with you in Philly. Yes. Things like that. Yes, the studio, but the studio will almost certainly be ready by the time we're able to visit each other again. <laughs> I sure hope so. I do too. <laughs> Um, so fun fact, yes. uh, something I, I just learned today, uh, Matt Good, uh, has a, a kind of a similar background to my own and to, uh, artists like Dave Bazan and whatnot, who like 
grew up in the church and like when started making music was in like quote unquote Christian bands and whatnot and has since like walked away and uh, like he'll talk about that but doesn't really put it in his songs so much. Um, but I learned today that he was in a, a Christian hardcore band called Means and I listened to it. And? It's not my jam, but it's actually pretty good. <laughs> okay. I, you know, the, the, the chugga chuggas and the, the floor punching and whatnot, it's, it's not my thing, but yeah. he, he did the sing because it was a melodic hardcore band. Oh. Uh, he, he did the singing. I see. Uh, so, of course, that part was really good because he's yeah. got a great voice. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all I wanted to <laughs> say. That's all you want to say? Just, okay. <laughs> well... Should we go back to talking about Northcote, perhaps? Yeah, as we uh, as we get ready to uh, to to go into the the break, um, I want to talk about the track called "Keep on Saying Goodbye." <clears throat> um, it's just yeah, I'm a sucker for a heartbreak song. It's very yeah, so much. It's this is just it's a beautiful track, um, like. Musically kind of upbeat feeling, but like lyrically very, very heartbreak. Yeah. Uh, and it's got, I th- you know, it's got. I think this ahead. might be the one that, that gave me the, the big Brian Fallon vibes. Oh, probably. I mean, it's to talk about heartbreak. So yeah, Brian Fallon vibes, obviously. <laughs> it's got a, uh, a, you know, a little bit of a country vibe. This whole record has like, you know, it's, it's folk, it's, it's country, it's Americana, it's, um, it's uh, a little bit gospel. Um, you know, he kind of brings those those feelings, those vibes through through the whole record. But this one, I, I would say for sure. Um, and it's like some of the way that he speaks in this song uh, feels like it could have been, in, in some ways, like written like straight out of my head. Oh yeah. Um, like you know, it, it, like the line where he says, "I'm I'm in over my head, reliving all the memories." There's a picture of you that I keep, the picture I keep of you and I laughing, like things like that. It's just like it, it feels like it just like reached in and just pulled it right out of my brain. That's always um, so weird when mm-hmm. that happens. It's like you almost want to look over. Like, are you following me around? Like, what is what's what's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, there's this theme throughout the the track of like repeating and reliving a moment just like kind of going over and over again in your head until you like kind of drive yourself crazy about it and just like feeling like you're just constantly repeating that moment of saying goodbye of, of you know, losing someone or uh of leaving and uh, but there's this little kind of like light of hope uh in the bridge towards the end where he says i can see my breath in this car it'll be all right oh just I just, I love that so because you just get like a little lift because the whole song is kind of crushing. Yeah, <laughs> but we should listen to it. We should, but before we do, no, wait, we're gonna listen to it and then we're gonna take our break. <laughs> yes, that's how that goes. That feels right. That feels right. I think that's. We, I mean, it's only episode what forty six. You'd think we'd have it down by now, but I was just thinking earlier that like we're about to hit a milestone. With episode 47. 47's coming up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, actually, this, is this episode 47? This is 46. Yeah, the, 
I had the the track or the episode listing up earlier. Uh, but yeah, we're we're getting super close to our fiftieth episode, which I think is pretty impressive. It's very significant um, because that is three episodes after forty seven, which, as you know, is the traditional <laughs> milestone podcast episode. Exactly, exactly. Um, and of course, close to our uh, to our you know our first anniversary of doing this, which is pretty impressive. Uh, yeah. Earlier, earlier tonight, my, Michael and I recorded our 150th episode of uh, Never Heard of It, uh, and just to think that like these two shows have been going for for that amount of time with with this consistency is like blowing my mind. Wait, you guys are still doing Never Heard of It? Yeah. No one's it's no crazy, one's right? no one stopped you yet. No, no one. Like we still have not received uh, our sternly worded letter. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> that's a surprise. <laughs> Uh, and of course, if you're not sure what we're talking about, uh, we have several. I never uh, am. And you never are. <laughs> uh, we have several shows that we produce on the uh, the Night Shift Radio media network uh, that you can check out over at nightshiftradio.com uh, should you be interested. Uh, we got we got a bunch of shows. We have a, uh, a print edition of our Storyteller Series uh, podcast if you're into literature, uh, as I am. Uh, and of course, you can check out our, our merch store and just keep uh, up to date with all things uh, Night Shift Radio. We got some pretty big stuff coming early next year too. So uh, that's true. Keep an eye we on are, that. We are very excited for what the next year or so is going to bring uh, for us, and subsequently for you from us. Yes. And uh, if you want to keep abreast of that situation, you can of course follow us on social media. Or uh, do we have an email list on our website? Uh, we you know we we probably should. We haven't done yet. We've talked about it. Yeah, we should do so, that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have done that by the time this comes out. Go ahead and check. And uh, if it hasn't, just check back every day until it has. And uh, make sure you uh, at uh, all of our social media accounts uh, to remind our marketing manager, uh, because I guarantee I'll forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh andrea if you're listening to this episode and i know you are uh set us up an email list thing mailing lists are neat yeah so we're gonna hear uh keep on saying goodbye we'll take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk about a few more songs off of uh let me roar by Northcote. so stay tuned i don't know why i'm talking like this <laughs> how is your new girl is she up to your knees? I'm in over my head, reliving all the memories. And there's a picture that I kept of you and I laughing. Sometimes I get choked up when I think about that, and I don't know why. Do you know? Cause you got too much dirt on me I wish it wasn't so Left you all alone Do you know That I never wanna, never wanna, never wanna Cause you pain 
Christmas card be alright Keep wishing and waving and I keep on saying goodbye Do you know that I never wanna, never wanna, never wanna cause you pain I keep on You're listening to a Night Shift Radio production. Night Shift Radio is a modern media company bringing you shows that entertain, inform, and most importantly, provide an escape. Never Heard of It dives into the world of bad, obscure, and sometimes just weird movies. Follow along with the crew of Set Condition One as they experience the 2004 sci-fi hit Battlestar Galactica one episode at a time. Each week on Left of the Dial, we explore a new record or revisit an old favorite. We'll bring in guests to talk about their own music and the state of the industry. The Superpod HeroCast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. They draw a random comic-inspired movie from Thor's helmet and offer thorough, insightful, and humorous commentary. And once a month, tune into the Storyteller series and get lost in the magic of a good old-fashioned radio drama. Learn more about these fine shows at nightshiftradio.com and subscribe on your favorite platform. There's a yellow sky out tonight Hanging over our strange new town I Try not to take it in a bad way If life ever gets you down From your first kiss to your first fight For the first time you ran for your life Now you're boasting and bragging You'll be back again And nothing will be
You're still listening to Left of the Dial. I am still Kitsy. Caleb is still unelectable. Give it up. And we are still talking about Let Me Roar by Northcote, except <laughs> except we're not. I did you a bamboozle. You bamboozled me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, the track that we just heard coming back in from the break was called I Hope the Good Things Never Die. Uh, and this track is actually not on the record uh, Let Me Roar. Uh, I just really fucking love it. And so uh, while I was uh, picking the tracks to talk about for this record, and as I mentioned in the first half, there's not a bad song on the the whole thing. Like we could easily have talked about all eight tracks from Let Me Roar and would have had like great things to say about them all. Um, but I just this this is one of the tracks that really sold me on this band. And so I, I thought it was kind of interesting to bring that, that perspective uh, kind of – back from uh, from my history with this band to talk about why I was even interested in listening to this one to begin with. Um, we actually talked a little bit about this a while ago when I admitted to not having uh, seen very many live shows in the last few years before uh, 2020 canceled them all. Um, <clears throat> but it was March 26th of 2015, uh, so just a little over uh, five, five years ago when uh, when the world shut down. Uh, at a venue right here in my neighborhood called the uh, the Ready Room, it was uh, Gaslight Anthem, Northcote, and Sammy K. And, Damn. And um, I can't find any of Sammy K's music, and I can't remember if they were local. I think that they were on that tour, but I could be wrong. Uh, but it was it was a three band show, and all three bands were basically Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> i love like, it's it's very rare to to walk into a show like that where like i only know the headliner and like walk out just in love with the entire performance like it just was a really great night um and other than a really tall person standing in front of her and making it so she couldn't see ellen actually also really enjoyed which uh, is another rare thing. Yeah. Uh, and so that that stuck with me. And like I said, I <clears throat> I can't find anything by Sammy K, but uh, I did very shortly after this show find and purchase a couple of records by Northcote. Uh, and this track, uh, I Hope the Good Things Never Die, is the third track on their self-titled uh, record from 2013. And this is one of the ones that just, that just really sold me on this band. Like, I knew I liked them, but I heard this for the first time. I think I... I think I might have bought the record like on the fly, like when we were about to drive somewhere, and I put it on and just like, holy shit, this is good. Uh, and you know, it's uh, that whole record is a little bit more on the the rock side uh, than the kind of like folky gospel country vibes of <clears throat> "Let Me Roar" uh, and even some of their other stuff. Um, uh, but there's also like there's you know a, a horn section going mm-hmm, through mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know the choruses and the, the refrain at the end, uh, which just like really lifts up the song to this like big kind of soaring energy, uh, and also like helps a lot with like there's something about uh, horns played in in a major key that uh, really make the song sound much more positive. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, this this is a very uplifting song. Like there, there's some, like it, it's a little up and down, and, but it, it's it's more hopeful than not. Uh, you know, you look at lines like you know the the 
the big refrain from the course. When you lose so often, you don't feel anything at all. I hope the good things never die. Um, but it's kind of the whole like theme of the song is about like doing what you can to come out on top when when life gets you down. And like it's it's good. Like again, I I used it in the first half. Wholesome yep. is a, a very uh, apt description for for North Coates songwriting. Um, and of course, you know I'm a sucker for woes and big sing along parts. Oh yeah, and this song this song has that and just like by the bucket, just this big sing along at the end that just gets me every time. Uh, and so I, I couldn't not talk about this track, even though it has nothing to do with the record. Well, it's still a great track. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> There's a bunch of like live variants of this, like some that he does full band with the horns and everything, and some that's just him acoustic. And like I, you know, I'm not going to link all of them, but like it's definitely if you like the song, it's worth exploring because it's cool to see the, the different arrangements and the way it can be like really stripped down or this huge production. Well, while we're uh, gushing about the songs that uh, got us into this band, let me make sure I got this right. Well, it doesn't really matter because we're not going to play it, but uh, but worry, uh, the song by Northcote uh, was the one that I really got uh, hooked on. Oh, that's on the the first one, the 2009. Yeah, uh, but Barrel I think. Chords, the Invisible Diamonds EP version is the one that I heard first. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, this is noticeably better. Yeah. In five years' time. Yeah. Extremely good. Uh, like, it's it's really interesting to go back and listen to like his oldest stuff uh, through like now, and just like, you can hear the growth and the maturity in his songwriting and obviously the improving like quality of the recordings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, like... This is a this song is a perfect example of that. <laughs> yeah, so we're not going to play it because we don't have time. But definitely check out "Worry." Uh, that was one of the first songs by Northcote that really hooked me. I, just, I, I love those experiences. Yeah, you, you, you get that one song. It's like, yep, this is this is the one. Like, I am now into this band. Yeah, I think I had that song on repeat for like a week straight when I first heard it. But getting back to songs that are on this record. Uh, oh, the yeah. track that I be- believe was the first single uh, was Streets of Gold. Planes are flying overhead, cars are parked in a row. Parents in the churchyard are watching over their own. I've seen thunder in the alley and the boys drinking bar to bar. I've seen angels on a roulette spin behind the statues of war on the streets of Streets of gold. 
trucks come for our memories Goodbye notes from trust fund kids And all the missing faces Looking down again All the missing faces Are looking down again On the streets of gold a great description of this one where it says that uh, it was originally a poem uh, that he wrote uh, and it says uh, pulls the curtain on hopelessness or sorry homelessness and the ongoing opioid opioid crisis in his hometown uh, working with marginalized and at-risk communities while he's not on the road good sees all too often that property is often valued over the well-being of your neighbors which if anything like sums up uh, our current times, Mm-hmm. That last line, properties is often valued over the well-being of your neighbors. Like that's it. Like yeah, that's that's reality, and that's shit. I hate it. Um, yeah. I don't think he's from Vancouver. I know that he either lives or like at least spends a lot of time in British Columbia. Uh, but the one time that I was in Vancouver, um, there was a very similar vibe to what you see in San Francisco, where there's this stark juxtaposition between like extreme wealth and like. Um, just extreme poverty. Yeah. Extreme poverty. Like the, the farthest ends of the spectrum are side by side. And like, you, you can't miss that. Like you have to basically like willfully have your eyes closed to miss that in some many do. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, of this track or this track out of all of them, I I feel like his uh, Christian background comes a little bit more through, um, and yeah, there's there's even some some biblical references like you know Cain and Abel are alive and well mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot, um, but yeah, just this this idea of like pointing out just how negligent we are towards other people. It's upsetting. It is. Like we we can do better. We we have to. We have to do better. There's a. It's a really great kind of like steady, like not quite marching, but like also not full on rolling snare throughout the, the mm-hmm. whole track. Uh, and I love that. And like that and then like the the lead that plays through it and just kind of the, the overall feel of the song is almost a little bit more Death Cab for Cutie than okay. a lot of his stuff. Like could you could that. almost see see this being on like plans or transatlanticism or something uh, with, with Ben Gibbard. Singing instead of uh, Matt Good, 
And uh, I think that that's, that's interesting. And now I actually really want to hear that. <laughs> I want to hear a Death Cab cover of this song. <laughs> that would be fun, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. I think one of the things that really stuck out to me on this record as a whole, but especially in this song, uh, are the drums. Uh, yeah. I don't know who played drums on this, but whoever did uh, nailed it. Because, um, I don't know, for me, like, drum arrangements for songs like this that are a little more held back are kind of hard to do sometimes. Um, at least I yeah. I have a hard time writing drum arrangements for for songs like this. And so, to me, when when someone does a really good drum arrangement for a song like this, I'm just amazed. Yeah, I've, I've never written drum parts for anything, but I've witnessed it, and I have definitely seen drummers struggle with, like, finding the right way to exist in such a minimal yeah. setting. Uh, and I, I also I can't find credits for the other musicians. Like, Northcote is technically just Matthew Good. Uh, I don't think that he plays every instrument, but I could be wrong on that. Um, and I know that he does have like live musicians that play with him. So I would presume that w one of them played the drums, but yeah, I don't know. Whoever is, is very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, all of these musicians are very good. And um, it's produced uh, by Derek Hoffman, who I, I don't think I know. I'm curious if I know anything else that Derek has done. So I'm looking. I don't, the I don't, name doesn't ring a bell, but he did a very good job with this. So, yes. Yeah. The, the sounds are just so like rich and warm. And like we said earlier, just like very inviting. And like you can just kind of let it soak through you. Mm -hmm. Very happy with this record. Me too. I'm glad you picked it this week. Me too. I meant to, uh, to mention this when we were talking about uh, the good things. I uh, hope the good things will never die. But uh, uh, Northcote does have a Bandcamp page. Oh. Uh, which I always try to point out if uh, if I find it. <clears throat> and I will link. Uh, Let Me Roar doesn't seem to be on that. So it's possible that the label that released it uh, didn't want to put it there. Or maybe they just haven't updated. I don't know. Uh, but the older stuff that we've been talking about, including uh, the self-titled with I uh, Hope the Good Things Never Die, is on that. Uh, so if you, like me, uh, are into it enough to spend the money on it, I strongly encourage you to do so there. Yeah, and as you know, we always say Bandcamp is the best way to support the artists that you love because unlike streaming services, uh, they get a majority of the money that you spend on their music there, and that's how that should work. So, uh, Which is awesome and all the more important now. Yes, so please support the bands you love. Whether it's Northcote or another band, just find a band you love and buy something from them on Bandcamp. Uh, that's your homework for this week. Yeah. And if you like the stuff that we've talked about, which I hope you do if you're still listening, uh, I would dare say most of the bands that we've spoken uh, to or about probably have stuff on Bandcamp. Yeah, I, I would say most of them do. So give them, uh, give them a little purchase. Do a little holiday music shopping. Yeah. Like... Find find ways to to give back meaningfully. Exactly. I I think that that's a a, a good way that we can support each other uh, through uh, the most difficult time of our lifetimes. Yeah, for sure. Because um, you know, not everyone can work overtime nine to midnight. <laughs> I love it. Because uh, you know, a lot of people got laid off because the pandemic and whatnot. So. Uh, oh, wait, 9 to Midnight. Isn't that a Northcote song? 
It is. Wow. It is. In fact, uh, it was the last song that uh, I wanted to uh, to call attention to on this record. So uh, I appreciate that you uh, segued us right there. Well, I didn't even mean to do that, but here we are. <laughs> well, well done. What a happy little um, accident that was. <laughs> Not to like just keep beating the same point, but like the first thing that I wrote about this was that it's a very wholesome song. Yeah. It it actually feels like it it could be like real stories from his childhood, uh, you know, talking about you know waiting up late for his father to come come home and like you know hopping in the car and taking a trip into town and things like that, um, <clears throat> and like some of that like I actually like I know how that feels, uh, like you know you're raised by a, a single dad who worked at a factory so like. Staying up late, waiting for him to come home from a long shift, uh, you know, in the, the days that he would work overtime and whatnot. And, like, there's definitely a, a very kind of Rust Belt vibe to this, this oh, track. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the video, which I will link, uh, is really cool because it, it shows a kid kind of hanging out uh, in, a, in an auto shop uh, that his dad's like the owner of or something like that. So he's the suit at the desk, always, you know, too busy and on the phone. Uh, while he's the you know, the kids uh, chatting it up with uh, the mechanic who is uh, played by Matt Good, which is great, uh, nice. and you know you see this like you know the the kind of longing and disappointment in the the kid's eyes. Uh, then like towards the end, uh, where like it feels like the, the song kind of time jumps, and from like more of an, an adult perspective. Uh, you see the the kid kind of grown up in like his his late teens, and he goes back to the shop and. The uh, mechanic finds the little toy car that he used to play with and gives it to him. It's it's very sweet. It's just like it just made me happy to to watch. It's a good one. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a little glad they didn't go all the way with it where the uh, the kid grows up and doesn't have time for his dad because I was like it's, this could this song could get very cats in the cradle very quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 a good reminder of trying to like not get so caught up in the bullshit that you you don't have time for the the people around you the people that you love, like take a moment then you know your other homework this week after you uh, after you buy uh, something from from Bandcamp, take a moment and just tell someone that you love that you love them, make sure that they really know it. Yeah, and uh, I think that's really important. And if if you can if you can do it safely. Uh, like if you're if you live with this person, you're both with this person. Give them a big hug. Yeah. Uh, and if you can't, maybe get on like a Zoom or go hang out with them and just just say hey. Yeah. A text, a call, a video chat, whatever. It's nice to just let people know you're thinking about them. Sometimes. Slide into their DMs and just say hey, I'm thinking about you. But like, don't be creepy about it. Yeah. No, Make please sure don't be creepy about it. <laughs> Make sure it's someone that would want to actually. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't just find some random person on Twitter and slide in their DMs and be like, hey, I've been thinking about you. That's fucking weird. Don't do that. Uh, please don't do that. We are not encouraging creepery. No. Uh, but yeah, so how'd I do with this one? I think you did great, Caleb. This was a good pick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think today, especially for me, it was one of those times where everything just kind of lined up because it's, you know, it was a crisp fall day, but it was kind of warm yeah. Yeah. and the sun was shining and it was just like, a you know, the, the, here in Philadelphia, the mood has changed drastically, oh, uh, I bet. from, from late last week, 
it like I mean yesterday honestly I went out to run some errands yesterday and people were just fucking partying in the streets it was <laughs> wild it was absolutely wild um and so, so nice to see and uh, I'm loving all the memes of like gritty bitch slapping the president and <laughs> fucked around and found out yeah he fucked around and he found out uh <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's been great. But, but yeah, no, this record, like, especially today, like, the weather was perfect for it, the time of year. This is definitely a fall record. Oh, yeah. For sure. Very much. And, uh, yeah, this was a good pick. I'm, I'm super stoked. I think, like I said, I'd, I'd listened to some of North Coast's old stuff and had kind of lost track over the years. And so, you know, when this popped up in, in our, uh, our chat, I was like, ooh. <laughs> and, uh, I, I stand by that, ooh. Same. So, Caleb, well, when then- you're not listening to North Coast, yeah. Where can we find you? Oh, well, if you uh, if you choose to, you can find me on uh, both Instagram and Twitter. That's right, right? Those are the correct words? Yes. Those are the ones. I don't know why, I've, I don't know why for a second I thought that I said them wrong. Because I always <laughs> say them wrong, and you probably are starting, it's starting to like seep into your brain. <laughs> it is. Uh, at Caleb Micah. Uh, I, I, on which one? On both. Oh, on both. Uh, both, yeah. I, I try to make it easy. Uh, and uh, you can, you know, you can see see photos of Penelope or like hear me ranting uh, and uh, read, read me saying bad words that made my dad mad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Kitsy, where yeah. can they find you? Uh, well, I'll also be on the Twitter and the Instagram uh, over at Hey Kitsy. <laughs> hey Kitsy. Hey Caleb. And uh, of course you can find us at left of the dial PC on both Instagram and Twitter. The PC does in fact stand for podcast, no matter what Andrea says. <laughs> it is uh the feud is now with andrea ted leo yeah. we we buried the hatchet with ted leo and now we're feuding with andrea so uh no matter what andrea says it's it stands for podcast um so make sure you tweet at left of the dial pc and remind her what it stands for because she's the one that runs that account i think yes yes i, I say i think like i don't know yes obviously I, I know it's I know what's happening on my own podcast. I swear. <laughs> Definitely haven't completely checked out or anything. Uh, you can also find us at leftofthedial.fm where you can listen to this episode, all of our past episodes, and probably some of our future episodes as well. You can get show notes, links to everything that we've talked about, and uh, just I don't know. That's I think that's all you can do there. That's about it. Yeah, it's all, those are, those are the things. It's look, it's not a very comprehensive website, but it does have our stuff on it. Like we're, I mean, we're a podcast. What do you want? What do you want out of a website? Come on. It's not rocket surgery here. Yeah. It's like, we're, we're, we're a fucking podcast. We, we're do our best. Okay. <laughs> cut us some slack. You know, maybe, maybe one day we can afford to hire someone and like put some fun games on there or like some, Ooh. you know, so, just something. But like for right now, it's just episodes of our podcast. That's all we got. I think that's fair. I think that's fair too. How do we end the show? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so we're going to hear Nine to Midnight off of the new album, Let Me Roar by Northcote. And uh, yeah, we're going to do that. So I don't know why I'm struggling so hard to end this podcast this week. It's like I've never done this before. I believe in you. I believe in me too. Uh, this has been Left of the Dial. I have been Kitsy. Caleb has been Coy. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week. Little boy sitting on the floor front of the stereo There's only one station no need to turn the dial Learning all the songs and the words that the older people know Waiting for my father 
Time from 